We're projecting it'll cost us a dollar to help register a new Democrat, a new Democrat in a swing state. That's the best deal in activism, if not just the world in general. Welcome to the Politics Girl podcast. I'm your host, Lee McGowan. Let's get into it. I think as we watch the chaos around us in America, the Republicans trying to impeach Biden, our clearly corrupt Supreme Court, the growing criminal indictments of our previous and God forbid future president, the rising authoritarian tendencies of the Republican Party, the stripping of women's rights, the marginalization of black voices in black history, the return to the demonization of the LGBTQ community, it all starts to feel a bit overwhelming. Like, what are we, John Q. Public, supposed to be doing about this? How can those of us who often are just struggling to get through the day ourselves supposed to be countering all this negativity? What power do we, the people, have to stop it? Well, we have our vote and we have our voice. And we have to step up into a place of action and advocacy now or risk losing both. Which is why I'm so happy to introduce you to today's guest. You want to be proactive? You want to make a difference? Then Jason Berlin is your guy. Jason was a TV writer for 18 years when Trump got elected. He was then quoted saying Trump's election broke his heart and his mind. But in his words, once the coma of mourning wore off, he started volunteering with Swing Left, a wonderful group I talk about a lot. And he really threw himself into learning everything he could about how to register Democrats. After Swing Left, Jason worked for the California Democratic Party as a regional organizer for L.A. County. And leading up to the 2018 midterms, he created a volunteer group of over 6,000 people across five swing districts in Southern California, and he flipped every single seat. After that, he went on to form Field Team 6, a national volunteer army with a simple mission, register Democrats, save the world. So far, Field Team 6 has helped register almost 2.9 million Democratic voters, the vast majority in swing states. But the work never ends, and I hope our conversation might inspire you to be part of it. So without further ado, please welcome my guest, writer, organizer, and founder and executive director for Field Team 6, Jason Berlin. Welcome, Jason. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Oh, thank you for joining me. I can't tell you how inspiring it is to meet people who simply refuse to sit back when terrible things happen, right? And instead go out and choose to take action and try and make real change. I'm obviously having you on today to talk about the wonderful Field Team 6. So in your own words, why don't you tell us what it is? Sure. So Field Team 6 is a volunteer army on a simple mission, register Democrats, save the world. And of course, the people who do save the world are the voters that we register, who are a large majority, women, young people, people of color, um, LGBTQ community, you know, every, every person uh, with a good mind and or heart that we can find. You don't need both, just one. Well, I like the idea that you say that you're a partisan voter group. I think that is very interesting because uh, you're very proudly democratic and you don't try and pretend you're nonpartisan. Your group is out here trying to get Democrats to vote. And I think there's real power in that right now. That's exactly right. And that is what distinguishes us. That's what gives us our unique niche. We are the only national group doing proudly partisan voter registration in targeted swing states and districts across the country where just a few voters can decide an election. It's crucial work. Um, GOTV, get out of the vote, is what people think of when they think of electoral activism, but that's just the last half of it. It's crucial, but it's just the last half, and you can't get out the vote if the voters don't exist to begin with. 
So we work on democratogenesis, the birth of a Democrat, that first part that is super ignored and underfunded and crazy important. In a presidential election, 85% of registered voters vote. So registering them is the crucial thing that will make the difference. Yeah. And look, I'm pro everyone voting and I'm sure you are too. But realistically, there's only one party in America right now that's pro-democracy and that's the Democratic Party. So I don't think we should be playing games and saying we really want the people who would let women die of treatable pregnancy complications or won't teach black history or want trans people eradicated out here making their voices heard. I mean, they can. I'm not going to suppress them. I'm not going to take anyone's right to vote uh, like the Republicans are trying to do. But I'm also not going to go out of my way to try and help them get registered either. Oh, absolutely. It, it, ironically, if you want people registered to vote, you should not be registering Republicans because they don't want that. They're attacking that ability all over the country. It's a concerted attack on every uh, stage in the life cycle of a voter. They're attacking registration, the ability to vote, the ability to tabulate elections fairly. So yeah. it's an existential moment where we need to register every Democrat we can. Absolutely. And if you're a white Christian nationalist out there who thinks Donald Trump is the Messiah and he's above the law and you're maybe pro-Putin and the Kim Jong-un new bromance, maybe find your own way to the polls. We might not be your people. But I did find somewhere that you call yourself an anti-table organization, which I thought was so adorable. Like you said, you don't just sit at the table and wait to be asked to dance. You go out <laughs> and you ask for what you want. And I thought that was wonderful. That's exactly right. That makes a huge difference in numbers in the in-person voter drives. And we also do lots of digital outreach. We'll talk about that too. But, but yes, we, you know, I love tables. I use them every day, but not at voter drives. You know, you have to walk up to people and, and it's just about making connections. People don't walk up to tables. So you need to walk up to them, especially if you have a catchy line, like, uh, excuse me, miss, can you help me save the world from Trump? That gets their attention. And then, and then as a, to answer their unasked question, are, but are you crazy? You say, I'm registering Democrats. Uh, you know, are you a citizen? Get right into it. And it's super yeah. effective. Coffee is a huge help in that. You know, if, you have, if I have enough coffee, I can't help but talk to strangers. Well, also one of the things you're known for is what's been called your relentless positivity, which is honestly hard to find these days. So how are you doing that? Is it really just coffee? It's got to be something else. You've got to believe in the fate <laughs> yeah. of this country. Oh, absolutely. And uh, I, I have concrete reasons to believe in it. This is why this job is the best I will ever have in my life. The same way Stephen Colbert looks like he's so happy every night to be where he is. That I, I want to be the Stephen Colbert of activism. You know, like just I love what I do so much. And it's because I'm in a hero rich environment. I'm surrounded every day by volunteers and, you know, volunteer organizers who are, by the way, almost all women, about 85 percent. They're the ones doing the work and saving the world. And that's the story that is not told anywhere. Um, but just surrounded by people taking time out of their lives, the most precious resource they have their own time to make the world better. And it's working. So that makes uh, activism to me, not just sustainable, but sustaining. It feeds me and it feeds the, the you know, everyone I work with. Oh, that's wonderful. So let's talk a little bit about Field Team 6 and what it focuses on, because I know that you say you focus on give, partner, share. Now, give feels self-explanatory, but it's more than just sending money, right? Do you want to tell me what give means to you? Absolutely. So we are a volunteer organization and uh, we are powered by grassroots donors. 
Our most common donation is two-digit donation, sometimes one. <laughs> so uh, we really are powered by grassroots. And however you can help, if you can spend a two-hour shift phone banking or postcarding or texting or an in-person voter drive doing a social media storm, those are the five main ways we do outreach. Just two hours between now and November 2024, that will help a huge amount. Little things add up. So your time, volunteering for a single shift, start with whatever is the, you know, sounds the most fun to you and try that. It's it's too important not to try once and it's too fun not to do again. So so that's that's volunteering. The other huge way you can help is donating. Because we're powered by volunteers, we have over 17,000 volunteers across the country and we have a volunteer staff. We've only three people on payroll, so low overhead. We have a volunteer staff of over 100 people and they lead over 25 teams doing very specialized jobs. There's a script team, a newsletter team, partnerships team uh, that really it's it, it, on paper. I feel like someone with an MBA would look at our organization and be like, how it, it shouldn't work. Like the bee shouldn't be able to fly, but it does. So, so donating um, your dollars go super far with us because we're powered by volunteers. Uh, we have the cost down to, for this cycle, we're projecting it'll cost us a dollar to help register a new Democrat. That's the best deal in activism, if not just the world in general. For what you're getting, um, a new Democrat in a swing state where, you know, Lauren Boebert was elected by 564 votes, I think. Yep. We, you know, we lost a House seat in California in the Central Valley by about that much. The House of Delegates in Virginia came down to drawing straws a few years ago, right? So that was a single vote. So everything everything counts. Yeah, donating really expands our ability to reach people. So giving is is giving money, but it's also giving your time volunteering, doing the things like writing postcards, sending texts, walking up to someone with a clipboard to get them registered. But the, people can also host their own fundraising parties or concerts or anything else that appeals to them by just contacting your organization and you're going to help them do that. I think that's actually one of the greatest things about Field Team 6 is that it's a partnership between the people that want to volunteer and your organization. And I think the only reason someone like an MBA might look at your company and be like, I don't understand how you're doing it is because because they look at it like, how am I making profit? And you're looking at like, how do I make change? So for you, your company is very successful. It's just not making money, which is how we've all learned to value success. But if we see anything around the country, it's the amount of people striking and the amount of workers standing up and being like, yo, <laughs> profit isn't the only thing that makes your company successful. And in this case, what you guys are doing is truly making a huge difference. Now, as far as partnering, if people are candidates, Democratic candidates, if they're a Democratic club, if they're a grassroots organization, or anyone that wants to help register Democrats, Field Team 6, as I understand it, has data that they can help you share, help you target people in the best possible way, help you go to the right district, help you set up things like phone banks or text banks, and set up a postcard campaign. You, you'll help them do all that. Is that correct? Absolutely. People sometimes don't believe us. It takes, we have to say it a few times because it sounds too good to be true, but uh, we do our fundraising on the side, never, you know, at the same time as we're organizing because money should never be a barrier to organizing. So yes, we have this database. I'll just, a little backstory on that. We were an exclusively in-person voter drive organization when we started right after the 2018 midterms. And we started in-person chapters, 
in all of our target states across the country. And then COVID hit and that could have shut us down completely. But it seemed yeah. like a bad time to break up the band, you know, with the, the battle of 2020 coming up. So instead, we figured out on the fly how to pivot to digital outreach and crack the nut of digital voter registration. So we built this database list by curated list. We started with a list of black women across the country. We added the Latino community, added in black men, added same-sex marriage supporters, healthcare supporters, purged voters, and women in general um, across the country, especially in swing states, uh, even possible Trump defectors, and managed to build this one-of-a-kind database of unregistered people who are likely Democrats. They're, they're given a partisanship score by our data vendors, and that, that uses age, location, gender, some purchase data to determine how likely it is they're a Democrat. It turns out that targeting is pretty good. And the, the data vendors we use, by the way, are the biggest ones in the country who are used by the DNC and every Democratic campaign in the country. And they tell us that we are their biggest customer in the country for unregistered people's data. That's, that's a nice bragging point. It shouldn't be that way, though. That's kind of crazy. We just got here, you know, in 2019. Yeah. So uh, I, the fact is, um, there are not a lot of people doing this Democratic voter registration in a data-driven way. And that, that is part of why, you know, I'm, I'm hell-bent on raising money this cycle so that we can text every, in our database, we currently have 9 million people who are unregistered and likely Democrats, the vast majority in swing states. They're just laying there in the database and we can't afford to contact them all. And yeah. uh, those are people who will turn into Democrats when contacted at a much higher rate than if not contacted. So what we can do with a partner is set up postcarding, texting, phone banking for free according to their specifications. So wherever they want, and we draft a script for them, but we encourage them to rewrite it even from scratch because they know those eligible voters in their area on the ground the best. So we're here to serve and that's, that's what we can do. So postcarding, texting, phone banking for free. If someone from Virginia, for example, comes to us and says, I'm part of a grassroots group and I would like to phone bank in this suburb of Richmond, you know, Here's the city or a state legislative district. We can set that up for them, usually within a week. Well, I think it's really interesting that you're saying that with what the data points you're using, you're the biggest group targeting the unregistered voter. And I think the thing is, is that people really do want to make a difference, right? They want to do something proactive, but they don't necessarily know what to do. And you've been quoted saying the solution is as simple as it is powerful, reach out to strangers. And as you point out, that's the number one proven way to to uh, win elections, that statistics tell us that 60% of unregistered voters have never been asked to register. And so you're yeah. saying like, Let's get them registered. Let's ask them. Let's say, hey, why aren't you voting? Because we're going to spin our wheels trying to turn somebody who thinks Trump is a blameless, uh, you know, second coming than we would talking to someone who's never been asked to vote before. And you say, hey, we would love your vote. This is what we stand for. This is what we believe in. How do you feel about that? And then getting them registered. I think that's 
truly the way we should be doing it. And I think that goes back to your mission, which, you know, we said is give and then partner and then share, right? Come in, share your talents, share. If you're an editor, if you're a lawyer, if you're a coder, if you have some other kind of talent like graphic design, you can volunteer your time with Jason and Field Team 6 to know you're making a difference to reach out to those people that haven't been asked to vote and really help protect democracy. Because if we get the one third of the country that isn't even registered, that doesn't vote, that'll make a huge difference to the success of our democracy moving forward. That's so exactly right. That the, uh, the framing is perfect. I mean, pundits so often are, are like, there's Democrats and Republicans. And can Democrats peel off enough Republicans or will it happen the other? And that's not how it happens. I mean, yes, yes, independent votes are important, but the hugest block, like you said, is are the people who don't vote. And right. so just registering them, just reaching out. Uh, activism is just talking to strangers, making connections, however you do that, whether it's in person or via postcard or a phone call or a text. And when you let them know, we don't create Democrats. We just discover them. Let people discover <laughs> that they are, you know, like, yeah, because we are proudly partisan, uniquely partisan. We can tell them what Democrats stand for, that Democrats stand for abortion rights and civil rights and LGBTQ plus rights and workers rights and climate rescue and healthcare and even science, if you like that, you know. Yeah. And then a lot of people say, oh, yeah, OK, Democrat. And that's great. And that's that's. That's changing the fundamental math of a state or district, adding Democrats to our side, not just trying futilely to, to peel off a Republican. Today's podcast is brought to you by BetterHelp. I'm so pleased to be partnering with BetterHelp because mental health is absolutely essential to our well-being, and yet for so many people, it can feel like a totally foreign concept. Are you someone whose racing mind keeps them up at night? Or like me, you wake up in the middle of the night and then can't get back to sleep because your brain is filled with all the things you have to do or all the things you're worried about? I often make notes in the middle of the night just to get the thoughts out of my head and allow me to settle down. But one of the ways to stop all those thoughts from rambling around is to find someone to talk them through it. That's what therapy is for. I have an entire list just called my therapist's name. So when I have a thought or I behave in a way I think isn't the best, I can put it on the list to talk to her about it later. It's so helpful and it gets you out of the negative thought cycle and gives you some mental and emotional peace. My therapist and I often return to my intentions and address whether certain actions or ideas fit into that. If I have a reaction I don't love, it's always helpful to address them later so I can better understand why I behaved or felt a certain way and then address the root cause so I can do better next time. Ultimately, I think we all want to be the best version of ourselves, and therapy helps you get there. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. You don't have to go anywhere. It's completely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. You just fill out a brief questionnaire and get matched with a licensed therapist. And you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get a break from your thoughts with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash politicsgirl today and get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, spelled H-E-L-P, dot com slash politics girl. So I've been talking about Miracle Made sheets a lot these days, and it seems like you guys really like them. Working with Miracle Made, I've learned a lot about how much bacteria our sheets actually have on them, which is why we often get acne or allergies or even stuffy noses from our beds. And even though that information feels pretty gross, knowing there are companies out there like Miracle Made who offer entire lines of self-cleaning, eco-friendly bedding to help this issue really helps. 
Miracle Made bedsheets use silver infused fabrics that prevent up to 99.7% of bacterial growth, so they stay cleaner three times longer than regular sheets. They're also super comfy, soft and luxurious without the high price of other soft and luxurious sheets. So stop sleeping in bacteria and sleep clean with Miracle. Go to trymiracle.com slash politicsgirl to try Miracle Made sheets today. And whether you're buying them for yourself or as a gift for a loved one, if you order today, you can save over 40% off. And if you use our promo code politicsgirl at checkout, you'll get three free towels and save an extra 20%. It's a great deal. And Miracle is so confident that you're going to love their product, they've backed it with a 30-day money-back guarantee. So if you aren't 100% satisfied, they'll give you a full refund. So upgrade your sleep today with Miracle Made. Go to trymiracle.com slash politicsgirl and use the code politicsgirl to claim your three-piece towel set and save over 40% off at checkout. That's trymiracle.com slash politicsgirl. Hey everybody, it's Michael Steele, host of the Michael Steele Podcast. Each week, I discuss key political and cultural issues joined by America's leading activists, experts, and academics for conversations that transcend political boundaries. And that's the point. I want you to join me as we work through real solutions, have honest conversations, just keeping it real and having a little fun on the side. So listen to the Michael Steele podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Spreaker, or wherever you get your podcasts on. Because you know I love it when you do. And I know when you started in 2019, the goal was, in your words, which I think are great, to see what kind of good trouble you could get into on a national level, right? And I understand that when you started, you originally focused on 11 states. For 2022, you kind of honed in on nine. This year, which is an off election year, you're focusing on seven. But for 2024, you have your eye on 12 specific states. So can you explain that targeting to us? Because I think people like to know that their money and their time is going somewhere where they know it's really going to make a difference. Absolutely. Our strategy is hyper-targeted so that every donor dollar is stretched to the limit and and so that we get the most bang for our Democrat. In other words, we try to register Democrats in triple word score states where, let's say, you know, a, a swing district in Wisconsin, where that new Democrat can help us elect, it can help us swing that congressional district for the House. They can help us swing Wisconsin for the Senate. And, uh, and also for the White House. So we get three races as well as all the stuff down ballot. And that's also an important thing to remember. We register a voter, not a vote. So what we leave in our wake, instead of you know when you donate to a, a, a candidate or the party, millions of dollars go into TV ads that are here and gone. What we leave are new Democratic voters, the actual human infrastructure that will continue to push that district or state left over time in hundreds of elections. So we choose triple word score states. We also choose some states like New York and California, because either one of those states alone could be responsible for taking back the House. That's right. Uh, there are three states as well that we, cho- we chose for their importance to holding the Senate. And holding the Senate out of, out of the White House, Senate, and House, holding the Senate is going to be the hardest battle of 24, you know. Um, I do. And the three uh, most difficult seats to keep blue are the ones in very red states. John Tester in Montana, who is well-loved for good reason, the only working farmer in the Senate 
there is Sherrod Brown in Ohio. And so every voter that we register for, you know, that we did for this August special election that Democrats won by 14 points in the dead of summer in bright red Ohio. And every Democrat we register for this November when we're going to cement abortion rights into the Ohio State Constitution, we will need every single one of them to reelect Sherrod Brown in November 24. And the last one, which is, uh, it's optional, but would be, it's even hard for me to say the sentence, but would be great to reelect is Senator Joe Manchin, who lives on a boat and drives a Maserati and didn't like um, that we were alleviating child poverty. Yeah, John, he he's a tough one. But in the end of the day, in West Virginia, that's the best version we're going to get. At least the man is pro-union, that kind of thing. Provided he doesn't run as the presidential candidate for no labels, and then we can just uh, wash our yeah. hands of perhaps that. Exactly, seat. exactly. <laughs> Well, I I will say the day this pod drops, which is Tuesday, September 19th, you have a national voter registration rally and a drive that people can get involved in. So if you're listening to this the day the pod drops, go to that. But even if our audience is listening on another date, your website has endless opportunities for them to help make a difference. Yes, this Tuesday, September 19th at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 Eastern is our voter registration day rally and drive. So we're focusing on Ohio and Virginia. We're going to have some some political big wigs from those two states speaking. After that, we're, you know, once we're all fired up, then we actually do the work. We're going to go into breakout rooms and you can try something for the first time, if you'd like. Uh, We're having postcarding and texting and phone banking and social storming and even training for uh, in-person voter drives in Ohio. So to find the details on that, just go to fieldteam6.org and it's right there on the front page. And yes, anytime... You check out our site. If you go to the action menu under volunteer ops, it's uh, beautifully laid out and there's plenty of stuff to do. I have to tell you, your website actually is fantastic. My listeners know that when a website is done well, I actually tend to go on and on about it because it's actually rarer than you would think. And it helps so much when things are clear and broken down. Because when people want to help, it shouldn't be difficult to try and figure out how. So along with training and volunteer opportunities, your website includes links where you can register to vote, where you can confirm you've been registered to vote. You can even check Democratic stances on certain candidates and uh, propositions. And if you don't mind, I'd actually love to go a little bit deeper into what your website does because I really am a website nerd. Is that all right with you? Yeah, please. That's awesome. I want to give credit to to Kat Landry, one of our super volunteers, who's an amazing graphic designer and makes us just look like a much bigger organization because she's so good. Uh, Well, she's incredible. I mean, the Field Team 6 website has a section called the Blue Voter Guide, and there's a link from their website that allows you to make informed decisions about candidates and propositions that are on specific ballots. So the website shows you what's on the ballot and includes endorsements from trusted organizations so you can make informed choices on things like propositions. So this Blue Voter Guide tells you who's having active primaries, in what state, on what date. It gives you instructions on how to vote. It shows you a sample ballot and then helps you build the best guide for your district so you can make the most informed decisions as a voter. The Blue uh, Voter Guide is currently available in eight states, but you guys are planning to roll it out to all 50 states for 2024. It's an 
incredible operation, just so incredibly helpful. So many people ask me as uh, you know the elections come up, they're like, who do I vote for for this? And what does this proposition mean? And I love that you're addressing that for people in one place so they can really know what's going on and really help them through the entire voting process. So you're not just registering voters, you're creating active, knowledgeable voters in the process. Exactly. Yes. Oh, thank you for paying such careful detail. It's wonderful. Well, um, I'm a nerd, yes. Jason. What can I do? <laughs> um, so Blue Voter Guide is our uh, uh, sister project and addresses the biggest problem with new voters and low information voters, which is often they don't vote or they don't vote down ballot because they're confused, which is understandable. So what Blue Voter Guide does, you just type in your address and it, it, it's active in these seven states where there are important uh, elections this year. But yes, like you said, next year, it'll be going wide to all 50 states. Um, so yeah, just type in your address and it shows you exactly what will be on your ballot. And you can go through and click your choice and it shows for each candidate, proposition, and even judges, which are the hardest to choose. It shows you the endorsements from uh, well-known progressive organizations. So it just gives you an x-ray into who to support by who supports them and makes it makes, you know, in, instead of hours, you can spend minutes, go through your whole ballot, make your choices. It presents you with, you know, your virtual ballot that has all your choices. You can print it out. You can save it and send it to friends or relatives who need help voting themselves. And it's just super, super useful. So our goal is to get that to hundreds of thousands of people, if possible, this election cycle. Yeah. I mean, that's essential, right? I mean, it goes back to what you were saying about how the field team six machine turns dollars into Democrats. You're not just getting someone to vote for one thing. You're creating a voter that will proactively be a voter throughout, um, hopefully, their lives, right? As you lay it yes. out, in 2020, even with all the forces coming from COVID and coups fighting against us, the Democrats won the White House and Congress and sort of bought ourselves two years to pull the country out of the nosedive it was in. In 2022, we were told there was this 93% chance we would lose Congress. And while we did lose the House, we only lost by five seats and we added a seat to the Senate. So shutting down this idea of this expected red wave, which makes me think of a quote from your newsletter, which is one of your wonderful people who work for you as well. And she said, they cheat, we organize, we win. Now talk me through that because I, I love that so much. If they cheat, we organize, and then we can still win. And it's hard for people to get that in their heads, that if someone else is cheating, you don't have to cheat too to beat them. It, it has been a race between their cheating and our organizing. And, yeah. uh, and I've heard people say, you know, organizing can't beat cheating, but that's just not true. We've seen it in, in 2018, 2022, and even this year where they tried to cheat in August in Ohio by holding an election that the Republicans said no more August elections. It makes no sense. Then they held one just because they wanted to move the goalposts and make it take 60% of the people to pass a popular referendum, not 50% like it has been in Ohio for the last hundred years. Yeah. And they thought no one would notice because they were at the beach. Exactly. And they thought no one would show up. Everyone showed up. I yeah. think part of that, you know, and thanks, thanks mainly to organizers and voters in Ohio and and also thanks to everyone in the what what we now have is the national activist infrastructure that we did not have in 2016. But we have been working, organizing, training for seven years now. And that's almost two full army stints 
And so organizers around the country have some real skills now. And we have this national army of activists that we can bring to bear. In Wisconsin, we win by 11 points for a state Supreme Court election you know, that would never happen in 2016, that our attention would be that focused on that, you know, and then we went by 14 points in Ohio, uh, showing them they, they can't out cheat our organizing, we will win by overwhelming amounts. So connecting those two dots, like that is setting us up for a possible huge sweep in 24. And that is what we need to do. We need to win it all, not just the White House and take back the House. We need to do both of those. But we need to hold the Senate and restore the Democratic trifecta and crush Trump fascism once and for all. Do it in a resounding way. Yeah. Not in a nail biter this time. No, please no. But I also think people need to remember that you start putting Democrats into these positions. You start getting majorities in the House. You know, you start chipping away and getting a couple more seats in the Senate. You can reverse the filibuster for things like voters' rights, for things like women's rights. We could actually make huge changes. We could reverse Citizens United. We could do a lot of things that people think are just done, but they're not. We just need to be diligent and keep working ahead to make these changes. I mean, you point out that looking at the way the country is right now, everything from Mitch McConnell denying a you know Supreme Court seat to then putting Amy Coney Barrett on to deny his own rule, the big lie, all the you know, the violent fallout from January 6th, all the things that all the terrible gerrymandering laws that are around the country, it's easy to feel discouraged. But you've chosen, and I think we should all choose, and what I try and tell people all the time is to fight back instead. Because as you were just pointing out, it is working. It doesn't feel like it sometimes. But Trump did not win in 2020. You know, justice, though slow, does seem to be coming for Trump and his co-conspirators. The courts, even the bought and paid for Supreme Court, is ruling on some cases against partisan gerrymandering, like in Alabama and Florida. And those are big deals because those states have been trying really hard to nullify people's votes, particularly black people's votes. And currently, both of those states are now legally required to redraw new maps that don't undercut the power of black voters. These are wins, and we need to see them as the wins. Now, of course, nothing is easy, right? We're not going to pretend that. Republicans are obviously going to appeal all of these decisions. They're going to continue cheating. Um, None of this is going to stop their attempt to sort of shamelessly undermine democracy to pervert it to their own will. But that doesn't mean we shouldn't keep standing up and keep fighting for what's right. And you're out here doing that every day. And your organization is out here getting more voters registered who also want to do that. And I think people need to see that for the positive uh, momentum that it is. Yes, we they need to remember that we won huge in 2018, 2022, this year. We, we keep on pushing it forward. There's huge reason for hope. And really, the reason Republicans are cheating so much and in, in more egregious ways than ever before is because they have to, to win. Because their ideas are terrible. Because no one likes their ideas. And sure. if they think they do, then once Republicans are in power and institute those ideas, people hate them then. So that, that's why they have to gerrymander everything like crazy. To, to keep control of the House. Uh, and, and, and because they've gerrymandered so much, the courts are bringing them back. They've literally maxed out their ability to cheat. And if we can hold the fascists at bay for long enough for the new American majority to take over, which is women, young people, and people of color, then we have a, a really good prospects in the near future 
already in 2022. That was the first election where the majority, just a slim majority of Gen Z has come of voting age and already they're winning elections. So it's, it's just going to get better. We have to hold the line, keep on pushing the back and until young people, women, people of color, the new American majority really becomes powerful enough to just continue moving things along for who, who knows how long. Yeah, I think it's interesting when you talk about the new American majority, which is, of course, young people, people of color, women. That makes perfect sense, you know, and you can understand why women are in the fight. We're the ones being attacked left, right and center. We're the ones having our rights taken away. But young people are such an important part of that because they're growing every single year. How many of them come out? How many of them are passionate about this? And what what's your thought about this new American majority? Yeah, young people are crucial. They are uh, the largest block in society. And the myth is that they don't vote. Uh, we've heard they vote at a rate of about 27%. The thing to remember is that when young people are registered, 86% of them vote. No one knows that number. But that the simple act of registration turns them into super voters. So that's what we need oh. to do. Register more young yeah, people. Yeah, let's register more of them and get them out at 86%. That sounds amazing. So finishing out 2023 and going into the 2024 cycle, what would you have us remembering and what would you have us doing as we go into these days? Remember that every day counts. Everything you do adds up. And the best time to start engaging and volunteering is now, whenever now is. And that's, that is absolutely true because early organizing wins elections late organizing also wins elections and so does organizing in the middle. It's a year round thing, which is why I started this organization um, so that there could be democratic voter registration all year, every year. We don't want to have a, a, a one night stand with the voters. We want to build a relationship and be there all the time. Persistence is the greatest engine of change. A little at a time makes a mountain of voters by the election. So get engaged whenever you can. If you can do it once a month, that's fantastic. There is no minimum. Every event starts with a training. We make it easy, fun, and effective. So you join for the cause and you stay for the people. I've met in my last seven years since I, I gave up my career as an 18-year uh, TV writer uh, to, to jump into this because I needed to be in the fight all day, every day. I've met the most inspiring, brilliant, hilarious, wonderful people of my life. There's, there's no end of reasons to join in. It literally is saving the world. Yeah. I think the thing we need to remember is the more people we get involved, the better off we'll do. Because ultimately, more people believe in democratic values. They believe in human rights. They believe in freedom and the right to vote and the right to be taken seriously. It's just a tug of war at this point, And we really need more people pulling on the side of democracy. So I really want to thank you for joining us today, Jason. You've said that the silver lining in this currently very dark time is these people that you've called heroes who are emerging into this fight. And I want to tell you that I'm grateful that you are one of those heroes. You're doing such excellent work and we're really lucky to have you. Now, if people want to help out with Field Team 6 and do all the great work moving forward, I want to leave them again to remind them what's the best way to find you. Go to fieldteam6.org. Um, it's a nice complicated name, uh, the word field, the word team and the number six.org and sign up for any activity, donate, uh, volunteer to help out behind the scenes with literally any talent you have, we can put to use 
and and let's do this. Let's register some more Democrats in, in swing states and districts and save the world in 2024. That's right. Remember, everyone, register Democrats, save the world. Thanks, Jason. Thank you so much. You're one of my heroes. Thank you so much for what you do. So that was Jason Berlin, the executive director of Field Team 6, reminding us that we live in a hero-rich environment and you can be one of those heroes. That we can be out here, not fighting with people who don't believe women should have rights or if our vote should count, but registering people who do. That 60% of unregistered voters have never been asked to register. So as Field Team 6 says, we need to track down every good-hearted eligible voter and get them on the voter roll where they belong. The goal for 2023 is to hold the line and win all the elections available to us. The goal for 2024 is to keep the White House, hold the Senate, and flip the House. And Field Team 6 is going to play a huge part in that, reaching out to millions of unregistered but likely Democrats in targeted swing states and districts. I want to thank Jason for joining us today and you for caring enough about democracy to be here. Now go out and get someone registered to vote. Until next week, PGR. The Politics Girl podcast is written and performed by me, Lee McGowan, in partnership with the Midas Media Network and produced and edited by Happy Warrior Entertainment. All rights reserved.